Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This is Your Daily Meds, where we're going to be meditating on God's Word for true medicine for every area of your life. If you read carefully, you can see how the Apostle Paul makes division oftentimes between your current position in Christ and your day-to-day living. And if you don't rightly divide Scripture in this way, it becomes confusing because you might think that he is talking about your eternal salvation in some way when he's actually just talking about things for today. And in the other way, you might think that he's talking about things for today when he's actually talking about your current position in Christ, your your eternal life, your future that you have. So we need to very carefully understand the words that are written, take time to meditate. And one of the things that will help to, to give us the right perspective is to understand our current condition. Our current condition in the Lord is that we have been resurrected in the Spirit. We've been born of the Spirit, but we are waiting for the fullness of redemption in our outer person. If you can get that key, then you can look at Scripture in a little bit different way and understand when they're talking about the internal new creation that you are versus the outer person that we are waiting on the fullness of redemption that is being transformed day by day into the likeness of Christ. Amen. Welcome to your Daily Meds. I'm Cassandra Barbato, your host. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and of course, share this episode with the people in your life so that they can get that true medicine of God's Word as well. And if you want to learn more about the podcast or support us financially, you can go to yourdailymeds.org. All right, so let's go to Romans, Romans chapter 6. So in this portion of scripture, in, in Romans, the where we are is that the Apostle Paul has been laying out step by step the Christian doctrines. Yeah, so he starts with the condition of mankind, that we are not able to be in relationship with God because of our sin, that we are none of us are righteous, and that leads us to the point where we need a Savior. And he talks about how it is through our faith in Christ and our faith alone that we are rescued from sin and death. Once we get to that point where he really kind of layers on the unearned favor of God and that righteousness that's given as a gift, he begins to deal with some of the questions that come up about, well, what about our sin? Should I just keep going and sending my head off so that grace can keep abounding beyond? And so he deals with that question. And then he gets down a little bit farther and he deals with the next one, which is about, well, now that I'm not under law because I'm under God's grace, should I just go ahead and sin because I'm not under law? Right? So I'm in chapter 6, verse 15, and he says this, What then? Are we to sin because we are not under the law but under grace? Far from it. Do you not know that the one to whom you present yourselves as slaves for obedience, you are slaves of that same one whom you obey, either of sin resulting in death or of obedience resulting in righteousness? 
So a couple of things here. One, um, your sin cannot sever you from God. Jesus Christ already handled that at the cross. All right, so he's not dealing with that question. He's already dealt with that question in previous chapters. Your sin cannot affect your righteousness. You are righteous because of the, the bloodshed of Jesus Christ and because you believed God raised Jesus from the dead and you've confessed Jesus as Lord. That's why you have right standing with him. Okay, your righteousness is secured. It was given as a gift. But now he's dealing with our day-to-day walk, right? So he's, but he starts out... So he's like, far from it. We don't want to be a part of sin. We don't want to be following after the flesh man, the old self that was crucified with Christ, the one that still has those bad desires that lead to corruption and decay and not good stuff, right? We don't want to follow that guy. And he uses this idea of slavery. He says, uh, do you not know? The one you present yourselves as slaves for obedience, you are slaves of that one whom you obey, okay? So... But as we go through this, I want you to see that he talks about it in, in two different ways. He talks about your permanent position, and then he talks about your day-to-day life. But you got to pay close attention to Paul's writings or you'll miss it, okay? Or, and, or it becomes confusing because you're trying to figure out, well, is he talking, what, how does this work? Because it sounds like future, sounds like today, sounds like, so you got to see both things. He, he starts out, it's either sin, which results in death, right? Or of obedience resulting in righteousness. Well, obedience under the new covenant is always by faith, by the way. So you are made righteous because you believed the message of the gospel and you confessed Jesus as Lord, which was a natural byproduct, byproduct of your faith, okay? It was the work that outflowed from your faith when you confessed Jesus as Lord. So he goes on. So that's kind of like your born again experience, right? And he continues. He says, but thanks be to God that though you were slaves of sin. Notice how he says that past tense. Though you were slaves of sin, you became obedient from the heart to that form of teaching to which you were entrusted. Do you hear how he's bringing up that you were taught a message? Yes. And you became obedient from the heart. So you were obedient. Well, what is, what's going on in the heart? You, your heart is persuaded. Yes. You begin to agree. In other words, you have faith there for this teaching. And as your heart is persuaded to this teaching to which you were entrusted, he says, and after being freed from sin, you became slaves to righteousness. Now, if you try to apply these two verses to your day-to-day walk as though you are never sinning, you've been set free from sin in the sense that you don't sin anymore, and you only ever do what is right, you will find very quickly that that is not what's happening in your day. If you're really paying attention, okay? Maybe some people don't think they sin anymore, but if, if you are really paying attention to your thought life and your actions, you will find out in about five minutes that you still have sin operating. Anything that is not of faith is sin, right? Anything that you know to do um, that is right and you don't do is sin. So anything, any minor thing. So if you're thinking to yourself that he's talking about, you know, you being freed from sin means you have stopped sinning. And there are people who really believe this. Yeah, and they will do weird things to scripture to try and say how 
I had one I had one lady tell me once she sat me down and she was like yeah you basically once you become a Christian you'll know because you won't sin anymore on purpose and I'm like thinking to myself so and she goes on to explain well if you sin on accident then it doesn't count but if you sin on purpose if it's a willful sin right there's a verse in scripture in in Hebrews that she was bringing up to justify this if you willfully sin then you're not a Christian or you have to repent again to be, I don't know, reborn again. Uh, the, the perspective is very mashed up. It doesn't make any sense if you're using any kind of logic or consistency with scripture. This passage has to be applied to your inner person. Okay, it has to be applied to your inner person, the one that you have been birthed of. It cannot apply to your day-to-day walk. Make sense? You have been set free from sin in your new creation who you really are your new creation doesn't sin you're the spirit person that you are the birth that you have in christ does not sin how could it if it was birthed out of the spirit of the the holy spirit the one who is pure you're now in the likeness of that spirit in your inner person okay so after being freed from sin you have been set free in that in that place you've been severed the body of flesh has been put away it's been crucified with christ that's how paul he he encourages us in this chapter to see it that way but in your inner person you've been completely and utterly set free there is no sin there this does not apply to your everyday living your walk okay so we need to be rightly dividing scripture all right he says you have you became slaves to righteousness Well, where are you a slave to righteousness? In your inner person. The new creation that you are, the true you that's on the inside, that's housed in this this body of flesh right now, that's awaiting the fullness of redemption when the outside person matches the inside, never does anything contrary to the Spirit of God. It is completely right with him. It is in complete agreement with him. It is is totally washed of sin it has been completely regenerated it is perfect and it's a perfection that cannot be tainted by your body of sin it cannot be tainted by any bad behavior in your day you are a slave to righteousness in that inner person okay so let's read this these two verses again and i want you to to see what that he is talking about the permanent condition okay So, but thanks be to God, I'm in verse 17, that though you were slaves of sin, past tense, you became obedient from the heart to that form of teaching to which you were entrusted. And so the next step, what happens after you accept the gospel message? And after being freed from sin, you've been freed from sin, you became slaves to righteousness. And he says, I'm speaking in human terms because of the weakness of your flesh. In other words, he's presenting this in a way that we can all understand because of our, the weakness of our, our flesh man and our ability to grasp concepts. And then he says this, for just as you presented the parts of your body. All right, do you see it? Do you see how he went from like your permanent condition? You were set free from sin. You became a slave to righteousness. Where is that happening? It's happening in your inner person. And now he moves into the day-to-day walk, right? Which is what he's getting at. The question that was presented in verse 15 is, are we to sin because we're not under law, but under grace? And he's saying, far from it. 
And he starts with talking about who you are in Christ, your, your new creation, what you really are. You've been set free from that that uh, slavery to sin in your inner person, and you become a slave to righteousness. You've been made completely perfect, right? And he says, now, since that's what's taken place in who you are, the true you, he gets into what you are presenting your body to. He says, for just as you presented the parts of your body as slaves to impurity and lawlessness, right? When you were that old person, when that was really who you were, you were still a slave to sin. You had no ability to be anything other than that. Okay. And because of that, you presented your body to slaves as slaves to impurity and lawlessness. You didn't really have a choice because it's just who you were. Resulting in further lawlessness, he says. He says, so now. Here's the day-to-day, okay? Here's the day-to-day part. Based on who you are permanently, so now present your body parts as slaves to righteousness resulting in sanctification, which just means being resulting in you being set apart from the world, set apart from the, the uh, fallen system that we're in, the the flesh man and all those things being set apart for God, right? Being useful to the master. All right. So I want to, I want to just kind of meditate on this for a moment. I want to, let's, let's look at it from the being slaves to righteousness thing. Okay. Because I find this to be so important that we are able to separate when the apostles are talking about our permanent condition versus our day-to-day walk, it brings so much more peace because we can separate from what is a declaration of who we are and what is instruction for how to live victoriously. So in that verse 18, he says, you became, past tense, slaves to righteousness. But then in verse uh, 19 there at the end of it, he says, now present your body parts as slaves to righteousness. Do you see it? Do you see it? You became a slave to righteousness. That's in that new birth, that inner person that you are. First Peter tells us that we have been born again of imperishable seed. It's incorruptible. Sin corrupts, right? If you have sin somewhere, it's been corrupted. So we've been born of imperishable seed. It's uh, incorruptible and indestructible. Imperishable. Sin cannot be in that seed that we were born of. We've become slaves to righteousness. It has no other choice. Our inner person has no other choice than righteousness because it's what we've been birthed of. But now we can present our body our, our day-to-day life can be presented as a slave to righteousness. So do you see how there's actually kind of two choices there? You can present your body parts as slaves to impurity, or you can present yourself to body parts as slaves to righteousness. In the book of Galatians, he says it like this, Now that we have life by the Spirit, walk by the Spirit. He talks about your inner person and your day-to-day living. Now that you have life by the Spirit, Walk by the Spirit as well. And so this is something that's going to bring peace to your life. If you understand that, look, you chose bad yesterday, it did not change the fact that you are perfectly righteous forever. You're a slave to righteousness and your inner person, the true you. Do you see that? But yet, 
How much better is it if we follow the leading of the Spirit, if we're presenting our body parts as slaves to righteousness, resulting in that sanctification, where, where God's power is flowing not just on the inner person, but it is coming out in our day-to-day living. Amen? So as you're meditating on God's Word today, seeing yourself as a new creation, one who is a slave to righteousness and allowing yourself to present your body as a slave to righteousness in your day-to-day living, you be blessed today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Your Daily Meds. Don't forget, you can like and comment, subscribe, and of course, share, share, share this episode so that the people in your life can get the true medicine that they need as well. We've got new episodes coming out Monday through Friday, and they're on all your favorite podcast apps, but you can go to our website as well and listen there at yourdailymeds.org. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.